0: What's going on,
1: guys? Today we're back with another podcast, me and my co-host, Justin Thin.
0: Hey, guys. Justin Thin here uh, from Rivals.com. Um, make sure if you're not a member already, go ahead and check out SpartanMag.com. Today we're joined by one of the fan favorite commits of the 2021 class um, with Princeton, New Jersey offensive lineman Kevin Wigginton. Kevin, how you doing?
2: I'm doing good, Justin.
1: Thank you for having me on.
0: Yes, sir. Thanks for being on.
1: And to get things started, Kevin. So why you were one of the few that committed to Michigan state without actually, you know, physically visiting in person. So I guess why, how are you confident enough to commit without visiting over schools? Cause I know you had like a Tennessee offer. Um, I know you visited UCLA. I don't know if they offered, but I guess, yeah. Why? Yeah, no,
2: um, Michigan state, uh, they followed me on Twitter and, uh, coach cap gave me a call and really just started building a great relationship with him. And, uh, that manifested into starting to speak with uh, Coach Tucker and Coach Johnson and Coach Piegler, um, and really the biggest thing for me, I didn't, you know, I knew uh, with the virus I wasn't gonna be able to visit a lot of places, so I based a lot of it off relationships, and um, you know, Michigan State as a whole is just a great school, you know, and also the commits, all the other commits are great guys
0: too. I talk with them a lot, and you know, just really excited about Michigan State. Yeah, so speaking of now that you're committed and the whole building relationships and contact, I guess some people, like, they usually want to know how recruitments change after you commit. So I guess my first question along those lines would be, now that you are committed, how often do coaches, um, like Michigan State coaches, like, reach out to you? Because obviously they're also focused on the uncommitted guys, but still, how often do you get to talk to them, and what's that like?
2: Yeah, I would say I talk to a coach from Michigan State pretty much every day. So um, whether it's Coach Cap, the O-line coach, or Coach Harris, the assistant O-line coach, or talk mm-hmm. with Coach Tucker, or Coach Piegler, and Coach Johnson. So uh, they do a really good job of making sure they stay in touch with you
0: after you commit. So, um, yeah, really every day. Okay, that's good to hear. And then, so since you are obviously unsigned, because that's just it's not December or February yet, <laughs> will be coaches that are going to try to at least like poke around and see if they can get you to like decommit or whatnot. But obviously, because they don't know how just how committed you are like we do. But how how often do other coaches try to give you a call or either your your high school coach a call? And like, how often does that happen? Or, or like, what's that part of the recruitment like now that you've committed?
2: Yeah, so this year is different than any other year. Uh, the NCAA passed a
0: rule so coaches could call you whenever they want.
2: So I hear from uh, Pitt a lot. I hear from Pitt a lot. They call all the time, and same with Maryland. So um, I would say those are the two schools that I call the most. Um, I hear from USC, uh, Southern California, a good amount too. Um, and then I just – I know, like, my coach talks with some other schools, but um, they got the impression that, you know, I'm pretty much 100% committed, no plans to decommit.
1: Wow, USC,
2: that's that's crazy. But, yeah that was that was a school I visited. I went to UCLA and USC. Uh I visited both of those and then the virus like came around the next day. So mm-hmm. though yeah, you know, I liked what I saw but you know, the relationships was the biggest thing.
1: Yeah, I guess the only the only thing
2: those schools can really sell you
1: on is the location. Exactly. You
2: know, yeah. That, yeah, that was the biggest thing for me. I, I I thought I wanted to play in California but I I'm good. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> So now my question, and I've asked you this one a lot, um, but for the fans that don't know, so that New Jersey to Michigan State pipeline, I know you got you told me you're in your you're in guys' ears like Andre Estime, four star back, and Gino Vandermark, the four star offensive guard out of New Jersey. So I guess, do you think there's going to be like players like that where they're like yourself, where they're like, hey, I'll you know I'm going to commit without visiting. I like you know the staff like you said. Or do you think those guys and others from out of state that I know you're trying to recruit, they're gonna want to get on campus before you know maybe making a decision?
2: Yeah, I think um for sure every case is different. So like some recruits have the ability to hold off with their commitment, while other dudes like they don't really have a lot of time. But uh, mm-hmm. from the dudes I talk to, I know some guys are trying to drive up there um, mm-hmm. to go see it for themselves because it's looking like New Jersey's gonna push the season back. So mm-hmm. if that does happen, they're just like. They're gonna try and go see as many places as possible. I think, but from what I heard, that you know,
0: Michigan State's at the forefront for most of them.
1: That's good to hear. Yeah,
0: definitely. So, speaking of the people that are already committed, I know you mentioned that you guys talk a lot. So, so what's that like? Do you guys have like a group chat where like the entire class is constantly communicating? Is it more so like you talking to a few guys here and there? Just what's the overall class dynamic like, and like how often does the class as a whole kind of talk and plan about the future and stuff like that?
2: Yeah, so we have a group chat um with all of us
0: and then uh but you know on the side I talk with a lot of them. That's where like you know
2: you really get to, you know, talk with people. Um so like I talk with Hampton, uh Hampton Fay, I talk with him a good amount. Same with uh Jake Renda and uh Logan Murray. He's a preferred walk-on. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. So yeah, I've gotten to speak with them a good amount and uh you know that that's been a really cool part of it, you know, just hearing their side of the story because everyone's recruiting story is different. It's, you know, just hearing how they went about the process and things they liked all that. So yeah, I've loved
1: getting to speak with all them. So I know I mentioned the two New Jersey guys, but I'm sure there's other players. So what other players are you trying to recruit to Michigan state that some fans maybe not might not be as familiar with right now? Yeah. Um,
2: I know people are probably starting to hear about him a little more, but, uh, Michael Mizlinski center from Florida, um, mm-hmm. He's going to have a decision probably in the next two weeks. Um, So, you know, I've been, you know, talking with him a lot. Me and Ethan, both the O-line commits, we talk with him a good amount. Um, Ruquan Buckley, uh, I talk with him a good amount too. He's coming to play defense probably um, in college. So, I talk with him. And then,
1: uh, yeah, so Audrick and Gino, I talk with them probably the most, I would say. And to follow up on the center, uh, do you ever, like, make – I don't know, I just was wondering – have you guys ever made a group chat like you, him, Ethan, and, Gino? like, you know, talking about you four on the O-line, what you guys can do in the future? Or has that not came up yet?
2: No, that hasn't come up. But to add to that point, uh, Marcus Bao, um, I've talked with him. And uh, I, I do have a group chat with Marcus and a, and a couple other people and just, mm-hmm. you know, getting to talk with him more. But, uh, yeah, no, really it's all been one-on-one with the commits because I know the staff is pretty much having every commit um, we all get a list of guys that we're supposed to recruit and talk to. So, you know, everyone's really pitching in. So rather than being a group chat, everyone's kind of texting them periodically, just
0: checking in. Yeah, that's that's good to hear. And for, for the fans listening, uh, just touching on those guys that, that uh, Kevin mentioned, Maslinsky um, uh, visited, um, obviously by his own regard, not, not an official visit, um, to campus um, earlier, I think last week. Um, our uh, rivals is Corey Robinson had a great piece on that, but it's basically looking down, looking like his decision down to Iowa and Michigan state. Um, And then a big factor in that is his relationship with MSU's um, strength condition. But um, he obviously likes a lot of things about Iowa as well. So we'll see what happens there in the next week or so, like Kevin said. And then, um, yeah, so I guess that that's pretty good to hear how, how you guys are all just pushing and, I guess all, even the commits are taking on uh, Coach Tucker's uh, persona of recruit every day. So that's that's great to hear. Uh, so I guess um, just moving in general, so what, what are you really looking forward to or something that, that you're not looking forward to? Just like what, what's your whole um, feelings towards being in college soon next year?
2: Yeah, so um, I go to a prep school right now, so I, I get a really good feel of, what the college life is going to be like for the most part, you know, living away from home. So the things I'm looking forward to the most is playing in the big Ten. Um, First year is at Michigan at Ohio state. So, you know, like that atmosphere is going to be just, you know, surreal, pretty much to play in, you know, been watching it on TV for years. So looking forward to that. And then just, you know, the students, um, Michigan state's got a great fan base. So just hearing them at games, going to basketball games too. I know that's going to be a bunch of fun. And then, just, yeah, pretty much everything. You know, getting set with academics, finding my major. I'm pretty, I'm pretty much excited about everything. Just got to adapt to the cold.
0: <laughs> that's true. And
1: the last thing I wanted to ask you, Kevin, is you mentioned, you know, getting set for college and stuff. What A question I like to ask a lot of guys is what's something you're really, you know, in your mind thinking that's what I got to improve by the time I get to Michigan State? I talked to Corey and he told me because Corey knows everything that you know you cut a lot of weight down and your recent tape has been showing you know a lot of you know improvement with that department um so what's one thing where you're like i gotta improve that before i get to michigan state
2: yeah so mentally i'm really like looking at what can i improve now for michigan state um so like in this quarantine i lost about 30 35 pounds which was that was the biggest thing because like these past couple of seasons i've just been dealing with injuries and you know, as the season wears on, I can tell my body's kind of like wearing out a little. And just as games progress, you know, your conditioning wears. So my conditioning is going to be much better, which will help my footwork and, you know, pass blocking. Um, Pass blocking is the biggest thing because I'm going to, I played guard in uh, high school, but I'm going to play right tackle at Michigan State. So, you know, be able to deal with the faster DNs and because ends in college, they run like four sevens while they could bench like 345, you know? So being able, <laughs> being able to deal with that, um, that was, that's a big thing for me. And uh, I get to go against like really good competition this year. I play against uh, one of Michigan's D-line commits. So um, I definitely look forward for that, just the competition.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. Um, I guess there's a fun little question here to wrap it up. Um, so what's on your pregame uh, playlist? What, what artists mm-hmm. do you like to listen to? Yeah, so um, I would say I, I could give you three. Uh, All right, Meek Mill, Lil Baby, and Drake. Um, th- that that'd be my top three right there. Been <laughs> listening to been listening to Meek and Drake since I had since I was in like sixth grade back back since he had the dreadlocks and just putting out those Flamers mixtapes and that <laughs> Drake Drake's been my number one since since Thank Me Later so. And baby, I say he got next up, so I think that's probably the best top three anybody anybody has ever given me. So, salute to you with that. Um, sure. I guess Spencer, do you have do you have anything else?
1: No, I mean that's really all I had to ask him about. You know, he answered everything yeah. very well. Um, I appreciate it, Kevin. Yeah.
0: So, and then I'm just gonna go ahead and add um, for for the fans that don't know. I know. When a certain prospect um decommitted uh, a little while ago, there was, there was some, <laughs> like, chatter out there about, oh, the heart of the class, what are we going to do? I was just going to – I know Kevin won't give himself credit like this because he's too <laughs> humble, but we hear over here at Rivals and stuff that Kevin puts in a lot of work behind the scenes recruiting and reaching out to guys. And, and that's probably what you guys have been able to gather um, from his comments already, but – just wanted to just wanted to give Kevin a little shout out there for all, all the work he's putting in, and I wanted to make sure everyone everyone knew that. I know I put a tweet out like that a few days ago, but from all the Spartan fans, Kevin, keep keep recruiting, and we see you with that. Yes, sir. Yeah, the big, big. We got we still got a couple big
2: more uh, recruits we're trying to go get. So you know, definitely Absolutely. still working at that.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: And, Kevin, the last thing I was going to add is, you know, I'm just going to say, like, Justin, thank you for joining us. Um, we'll obviously post the link and tag you later if you want to check it out and all that good stuff.
2: Yes, sir. Yeah, definitely will do.
1: Mm-hmm. Thanks again, Kevin. Talk to you later. Yep. Thank you, Kevin. All right. See you guys. See you.